Okay, yeah. What up, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, dons and donets? Yeah. Yeah. It is I, it is I, it is I, it is I. Who's that? Akira. What? Excuse me? Akira. Who? Oh, right. What do we know about him? He's got clout. Oh, yeah. He does. He's got clout. That's right. He's got clout. Yo, facts. Just only, only facts. Only facts here on Ask Akira on this fine day. And, uh, yeah. It's Friday. It's a Friday. We're recording this on a Friday. In case you're listening on the podcast, many, many thousands of years in the future. It was a Friday. It was a beautiful Friday. It was a glorious, glorious Friday in Los Angeles. It was sunny. And, uh, excuse me, I can't type and speak at the same time. It's actually impossible. And uh, I'm just currently sending a tweet telling people on Twitter that this is going on so they can come and hang out. I always forget to do that. And, uh, you know, I should do that, right? I should do that. We need, uh, you know, more pals. More pals to hang out. Shouts out to everyone who's here on a Friday. We don't normally do this on a Friday. What up, Paul Seeger? What up, Algarez? What up, YouTube hero Alex? Modding like a bad motherfucker out there. Hey, Big John Bear of the Bear Gang. Yes, yes. There's great interview yesterday with Eric Weinstein, sir. Yeah, there you go, right? That was crazy. Uh, we had... We had Eric Weinstein in the building. Oh, shit. Uh, Rebel Wisdom. <laughs> Rebel Wisdom's in the chat. Rebel Wisdom uh, showing their Britishness. Showing their Britishness, right? If you're not watching this, I've got these amazing uh, sunglasses type shade things on. It's kind of like a big visor. And uh, I was DJing in the club the other week, last Friday, and these two guys came running. Well, no, first I was in there, and a couple of girls came running over going, oh my God, you're so cool, who are you? Da, da, da. And they were American, obviously, right? Then a little bit later, some British guys who were, on the, who were like tearing up the dance floor came running over and they're like, yo, yo, all right, mate, all right, all British. They're like, hey, guess what? Guess what your DJ name should be? I was like, what should it be? And they're like, do well there. I was like, ha ha, you funny motherfuckers, you. That's British people, you see, because British people, if they like you, they can't say anything nice. They have to say something kind of piss-takey, and that means they like you. That's what it means. It's a very sweet thing, and it's partly to do with uh, my theory my theory on the difference, the main difference between the Americans and the British. The British have this very sort of self-depreciating thing. The British have what is known as tall poppy syndrome. And if anyone starts doing well outside of their birth class in the UK, then like everyone, everyone sort of joins together to destroy them and sort of tear them down and pull them back. And in America, it's like it's the opposite. It's like you're supposed to get outside of your class. Like every poor person in America is just like... They're just temporary, it's a temporary position on their way to being a millionaire. Because uh, in America, you're told, you're told that uh, anyone can be president. Anyone can be a president. And in Britain, you're told there is a royal family. And you, you, that's not you. You're not a part of that. You're below that. So everyone in Britain kind of lives with this, this awareness that they're scum, right? That they're, that they're kind of a lesser brand of human and there is something above them which they can never, ever attain. And that... Uh, and that kind of works itself out in, in, um, in the way they interact with each other. So, yeah. Thanks, uh, Rebel Wisdom. Uh, I'm very, very happy you're here. I love Rebel Wisdom. Rebel Wisdom. I mean, I love the concepts of Rebel Wisdom, the, uh, the sort of media node. And also the people involved in Rebel Wisdom are truly, truly, truly beautiful people. The ones I've met, they're wonderful, wonderful people. So, uh, shouts out to them. If you're not following Rebel Wisdom, you should. Go follow their YouTube channel. It's fantastic. You'll love it. If you, if you, if you dig what we're doing here, you'll dig what they're doing. Yes, you will. Um, what a wonderful, what a wonderful day! What a wonderful day! I'm that dad. Says interesting that you brought up Owen Wilson, Owen, Owen, Owen yesterday. Owen Benjamin, is that? I've been really itching to hear a response to his rants against Joe Theo Burt. Yes, yes, yes. Did, has no one responded? No one's responded. No one's responded. Really? I'm surprised. Yo, yo, yo. KMNT says, yo, are you going to be meeting up with Jordan Peterson any time soon? Any time soon? Any, any time soon? <laughs> Thanks for your beautiful music. Yo. Um, you know, I don't like to, to talk about things before they happen, usually. Me releasing that slate saying some of the stuff that was coming up in phase two was like a big deal for me. 
like normally I like to like make a thing and then give it to you and it's almost in a surprising fashion I don't like to talk about stuff too much and I would say the same applies to this but uh, I will just I will say and it's probably obvious because um, you know I don't like I don't know if you saw Peterson's Twitter yesterday but it was like it was a lot of uh, a lot of Akira the Dawn Meaning Wave content on that Twitter and if you look at the Facebook it's the same it's like a lot it was like a lot of content <laughs> anyway yeah you know we, we, we talk, we've been talking we've been talking I'll just say that we've been talking. We've been talking. You know, we have a lot in common. There's a lot to talk about. You know. Anyway, uh, so yeah. But of course, you know, just 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 stay here. Just stay here. Stay tuned in. Keep keep watching the Ask Akira's. Join the Discord and uh, Discord people. You be getting the most info. Also, by the way, due to popular demand, people are literally asking me every day about this at the moment. Um, so I'm starting a Patreon. Is it Patreon or Patreon? I don't know, but I'm starting one anyway. And uh, that will be launching hopefully uh, today, today or tomorrow, if I can get the video finished. I've done it. I need to edit it. But I also need to get um, some new content for you guys. So I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been dropping a video every day. Every day, every day. And uh, I'm editing all these things myself. All these things. I'm doing everything. It's ridiculous. So I'm editing these videos. I'm, re I'm recording the them. I'm doing the music, I'm uploading, I'm writing all this shit. You know, it's a lot of stuff, but it's groovy, baby, it's groovy, it's groovy. It's a pleasure, and, a, and, it's, and it's, uh, it's a joy. It's a joy and a privilege. So there. But yeah, we're launching a Patreon. We're launching a Patreon. A Patreon, a Patreon. A Patreon, a Patreon. So if there's anything you want in the Patreon, any rewards or anything like that, we'll be launching it basically like in the next 24 hours, I would say. So if there's anything you want, do let me know. Do let us know. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get it popping. We'll get it popping. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, shouts out to everyone locked in on the chat. Oh, I haven't switched on the Instagram yet. Let me switch on the Instagram. My bad. I should switch on the Instagram. Some people, they live on Instagram, okay? They're, they're not on YouTube like you. And, uh, you know, you've got to you've got to do shit for them, too. You've got to do shit for them, too. Adam Sughu. Adam Sughu says, hey, yo, Akira. It's your biggest fan, Adam. Hey, what up, baby? What up, baby? Uh, still out here, loving what you do, and just want you to know I've been using your music to heal myself and my wife and my friends. Hey, well, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. Thank you, man. I'm proud of you. I'm, uh, it's, very, very, it's very much a, uh, a privilege to be involved in the healing of people. So thanks for that. I appreciate you. Yeah. Big Drum Bear says, Akira the Don, you should watch the Owen Benjamin podcast from today. Super dope. Oh, yeah? What happened? What happened? What was so dope? What happened? What did he do? Was it great? Uh, Teresa the Kid says Theo did a stream that the Unbearables crashed it was kind of funny oh well, that's mean that's mean poor Theo poor Theo I do love Theo Vaughn I gotta say I love Theo Vaughn and uh, you know I sampled Theo Vaughn's interview with Jordan Peterson his podcast with him I, I sampled it for like three songs on Genesis three songs on Genesis or maybe more no I think it was three including like most notably I guess uh, Jordan B. Peterson's drinking song Jordan B. Peterson's drinking song uh, which is lots of people's favorite. And uh, yeah, so thank you, Theo, for teasing that out of him. It's very interesting. You know, I've done a lot of stuff sampling Peterson's voice. So you really start to see how how what he does is affected by where he is and who he's around. And he's very, very different when he's speaking live. And he's very, very different when he's speaking with, say, a Rogan. He's very, very different when he's speaking with a Rubin. Very, very different when he's speaking with someone off the mainstream media or the legacy media or whatever one calls them now. Because they're not, I don't know if, they, are they mainstream now? They're kind of, I feel... I feel there's people on, you know, doesn't Rogan get more viewers than CNN at this point? So is it now that Rogan is mainstream and CNN is uh, underground or some shit? I don't know. Anyway, but uh, the, the way Peterson was with Theo Vaughn was, was beautiful. Hi, Instagram. It was really, really nice. Um, I've not seen, a lot of people hadn't seen that much of that side of him before. So Theo Vaughn did a great, great job there. So, yeah, shouts out to him. And, uh, you know, shouts out to Owen Benjamin. And shouts out to all the bears in the chat room. I love all you guys, you bad motherfuckers. You know, we're all on the same side here. We're all pro-humanity. We're all pro-pushing through to the, the next phase. We're pro-ascension, baby. That's what we're pro. I asked Eric Weinstein yesterday. We went for dinner afterwards. And I was like, you know, what, what, is, what is your main thing? What do, you want to, what do you do? And he said, transcendence. Transcendence. It's like, yeah, yeah, Eric Weinstein, you bad motherfucker. Speaking of which, so yeah, yesterday's Ask Akira was hijacked by Eric Weinstein. And uh, well, I wouldn't say hijacked, I invited him. We were talking the day before. He's in LA and he's like, yo, what's up? You wanted to meet up? 
And I was like, we were going to go for lunch. And I was like, oh, hey, why don't you come on my podcast? And he was like, oh, could I? That would be awesome. He was very nice about it and very excited. And he was also a bit nervous. Because, you know, like, I forget about this shit. But, like, those guys, you know, they're used to talking with fellow intellectuals, right? They're not used to talking with wave lords. You know? They're not used to wave lords. They're not used to that shit. They're not used to... Uh, dealing with people who say motherfucker every third word, <laughs> which is what I seem to do. Uh, I had a lot of feedback off of uh, the podcast yesterday. It was pretty much all very uh, positive, thank you. But people did point out to me that I say motherfucker an awful lot. So, yeah, thanks for that. Shout out to AVR1592 over on Instagram. Says, yo, congrats on the album done. Yo, thank you, brother. Thank you for being here. Maybe, brother. I'm assuming you're a dude because you look like a dude in your profile pic. Maybe I misgendered you. I'm so sorry if I did. Hey, hey. What up, Lewis Lysia? And uh, yeah, is Lo-Fi Hokage in the... Lo-Fi Hokage is here. Salute to the Don. Oh, shit. Lo-Fi Hokage, one of my favorite producers. Um, the project... Well, I'm working on like three big projects right now. Um, they're going to be coming out like every week over the next three weeks. One of them is produced entirely, I believe, by... Uh, yeah, it is. It is looking that way. Produced entirely by myself and Lo-Fi Hokage. And, uh, yeah, that's very exciting. Because, yeah, Lo-Fi Hokage is one of my favorite Lo-Fi producers. If you've not heard that motherfucker, you will have heard him on my mixes. You should just go check. He, he has a really dope Instagram. He drops, like, cool little videos for his beats. Like, uh, yeah. It's really sick. Lo-Fi. Am I, I don't know. Actually, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Is it Lo-Fi Hokage? Or is it Lo-Fi Hokage? Let me know. Let me know. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, yesterday, Eric Weinstein was in Don's studios. And, you know, me and him met for the first time like about seven minutes before we went live. He like walked through the door and he was like about as big as the room. <laughs> he's very, very, he's a gargantuan motherfucker. He's a tall man. He's like, yeah. And he was beautiful, lovely, friendly man. Gave me a big hug, super cool. And uh, yeah, then he went to the bathroom and then we sat down and we spoke with you guys. And you know, it was supposed to be Ask Akira, but I didn't answer many questions, which is why we're here today. We're here to to answer some questions that because I thought it'd be mean to leave you a whole week without answering any of your questions and what I'm going to do now is when I have a guest in that's going to be the Akira the Dawn podcast and uh, when it's just me it's ask Akira because it's like it's conversing with you guys so there you go Patrick McCormack says listening to the JBP versus Sam Harris just now intriguing the way Harris dismantles the very ground he argues on bless him oh Sam Harris Sam Sam Harris yeah I'm looking forward to listening to that I was waiting People been sending me bootlegs of that for like two months. But I was like, now nah, I'll wait till the official audio comes out. And uh, I think these things, with me, Weinstein and I were talking a bit about this yesterday. But Weinstein at one point was talking about how part of what he misses about when music was, you know, eight things that came out a year or whatever was like the big shared experience of the major album or the major cultural event. And the Jordan Peterson, Sam Harris debate, had they streamed that live, would have been one of those major shared cultural events it really would but uh they ballsed it up by putting it behind a paywall and releasing it two months later the people who organized it trying to get people to join their patreons just ballsed it up man next time do it on a live stream have super chats get like get like read out like i don't know four audience questions that are chosen from super chats that will fucking pay for everything you idiots idiots why don't you talk to me why don't people consult me i know like i know how to do this stuff i'm telling you i promise you just talk to me We'll get it cracking. We will get it cracking. Lo-Fi Hokage says, always excited and grateful to be a part of the Wave Lords vision. Yo, yo, I'm honored, man. I'm honored. Everyone I work with, everyone who I work with on music, everyone, all of you guys who are here, like, I am mad honored. Mad honored, you bad motherfuckers. Anyway, yeah, so thanks to everyone who was here for uh, the Weinstein, the Eric Weinstein interview thing yesterday. That was super fun. It was super dope. Um, the response to it has been great. And, uh, yeah, I will, do you know what? And the one thing I'll take away from it is I will, I will try and swear a bit less. How about that? All right. I'll, or I'll at least monitor what I'm, monitor it more. How about that? You bad motherfuckers. E, 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 e. Uh, Juan makes music over on Instagram, says sick shirt. Thank you very much. This is the official Mozwave shirt. This is the cover of Mozwave, one of, one of my famous waves. You can get your own. You can get your own wave shirts at akirathedon.com slash store. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Now, so let's answer some questions. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. We could sit, uh, sit around here chin-wagging all day, but no, let's answer some flipping questions. And uh, yes, Andrew Sundoku 
He says Akira. Akira. You're one of my shoulder angels. Yeah, that, a shoulder angel is a concept I've been toying with wherein it's like, you know, the idea that you have angels who are looking out for you. I feel you can choose them. You choose them, right? You go, okay, I'm going to get, uh, who's that person that I like? Jesus, he's going to be one of my shoulder angels. And if I, and he'll just pop up and be like, yo, when you're making a decision, he'll be like, yo, what are you doing? Or you could have uh, Robin Williams as a shoulder angel and he'll pop up doing his genie voice and that'd be great. So anyway, Andrew Sundoku says, Akira, you're one of my shoulder angels. And as such, I really need your advice. Well, that's not quite how shoulder angels work because you, you just you manifest them at the time of needing advice and they tell you based on what you know of the angel. So like, but anyway, I'll do, I'll do it now retroactively. I hope you didn't make a bad decision beforehand. Should I stay and sacrifice my creative side but make a bunch of money? Or if I quit, how do I sort out the guilt of my employer investing me and having it not pay off for them? Uh, uh, uh. Well... This is one of those ones where it's like, I think you already know the answer. I think they already, you already know the answer. And it doesn't have that much to do with the morality posed in the question. It has to do with like where you're at in your life and where you're trying to get to and what you want to achieve. Um, you shouldn't be doing things based on how they'll be making other people feel because ultimately you'll, you know, if you stay because you're guilty, you'll ultimately become sad and resentful and you'll turn to whatever beautiful relationship you have with your employer into something poisonous and awful. And, and that won't be good in the long term. No, no. No, short-term decisions that are uh, emotionally, that are good emotionally, are really good in the long term. That's a lot of a problem with uh, a lot of the um, the current tyrannical sort of um, lunatic left decision making is based on short-term good feeling versus long-term sustainability of, of the species. <laughs> so you got to watch out for that shit, man. You got to watch out for that shit. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And uh, you know. You can't sacrifice your creative side because that's, um, that's your fucking soul. That's a major part of your soul. If you sacrifice that thing, you sacrifice like a major part of yourself and you start dying before you're, before, while you're still alive. You don't want to spend your life being dead or being partially dead. You want to be alive to your fullest. You want to burn brightly, thus that you may be an example to everyone else. You know, you've got to do that shit. Now, just on a practical thing, at the same time, uh, if, you've, if you've got people that depend on you and shit, if you quit your job and it means that you'll suddenly be living in a skip and you won't even be able to be creative, that might be stupid. All right, so maybe save up a little bit of money so you've got enough money to like live for a little bit. I don't know. But uh, yeah, do not sacrifice your creativity and uh, do, not do, do not stay for reasons of guilt. Neither of these things will work well for you in the long term. So say the cure of the Don. And uh, yeah, anyway. I'm sure you know what to do. I'm sure, I'm sure you know. I'm sure you know what's going on. I'm sure you know the truth. Uh, so there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's have a look in the chat room. What's going on? Artful Snacker says I've been working on my novel while listening to your songs. What type of friction do you like to read? Well, that's did, if you meant fiction, then I haven't read any fiction since Foundation. I read Foundation, which is a sci-fi series. That was great. And uh, before that, I read. The last fiction I read before that was Game of Thrones. I haven't had much time for fiction. I haven't made much time for fiction. Over the past decade, I would say. Over the past decade, what with real life being so much stranger and all. But uh, yeah, when I was reading fiction for a long while, it was sort of sci-fi type stuff. I'd be reading a lot of comics, shit like that. I used to read a lot of Martin Amos. I used to love Martin Amos. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, anyway, yeah. Sammy Bo Selector, Campbell Wave on my way from a previous Q&A. He was a truly enlightened fellow. Yeah, very influential, Joseph Campbell. Very influential on what's going on right now. Very influential and definitely, uh, definitely a part of where we're going with this whole Meaning Wave thing. Yes, yes. Akira, do you ever listen to Joseph Campbell? Yeah, that's interesting because we just said that. Yes, his work on the monomyth is very helpful in understanding Peterson's mythological talkings. Yeah, between him and Young, forever Young. Uh, yeah, that's a good foundation if you don't know what the fuck Peterson's talking about. Although I honestly think he, he, he explains it very well. I think he does. And so there. Yes, 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 yes. Topher Snowman says, Thank you so much, Akira. Your work is life-changing. Any more plans to incorporate Hercules in your waves? Hey, hey, hey. Love the Mr. Rogers song. I direct children's choirs and would love to see more kids singing. Pure innocence is a medium for your message. Yo! Well... I'm a big fan of children's choirs. I had two on my first album. Hey, what up, Salacious D over in the Instagram? What up, Jake Schwartz? What up, Miss Superconductor? Gang. 
Yeah, um, I had two I had two children's choirs on my first album. I'm a big fan of the children's choir. I would love to have more children's choirs on work coming forward. So uh, if you fancy working with me on getting some children's choir singing on some stuff, uh, please hit me up. Uh, join the Discord. Send me a DM. I would love to get some more children's choir shit going on. And yeah, Hercules. You know, he wants to be. He wants to do everything. He's like, he's got a bunch of ideas for music he wants to make. Yes, he does. Oh, also, we shot a video for uh, a song from uh, Neighbor Wave, by the way. By the way. So that's coming up soon. Look out for that. That's going to be beautiful. That's going to make you cry. It's going to make you cry, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to make you cry. Yeah. Neuromancy Life says, I've been having a tough time dealing with procrastination because I can't seem to get out of my own head. Too much thinking, not enough action. Jocko mentions an epic quote he got from Tim Ferriss that struck a chord. Get out your head by going into your body. Yeah, so I've been trying to dance, jog, etc. to quiet my mind. Question for Akira, do you have any hobbies that involve physical activity like weightlifting or anything like that? Yeah, I'll, well, i got one. Um, it's called DJing. 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 And uh, what I do is I, like, four, four nights a week, five nights a week, whatever it is, uh, I... I I go into a club and I jump up and down for four hours while um, basically my brain will be doing, once it's, let, once it's like got out, when it's not thinking, once it's just flowing, my brain will be just relaxed and just like uh, intuiting what's going on in the room around me and my physicality, I'll be jumping up and down like a bad motherfucker, I'll be like banging all these buttons, I'll be like, Akira. I'll be like that, you know, and it's like my entire physicality will be wired into my unconscious mind and that of everyone in the room. And uh, that's very cool, man. That's that's a that's a good thing to do. It really helps with everything else. It helps kind of keep me in a in my constant flow state. I'll be like flowing down here in the day, and I'll be flowing out there at night. I'll be flowing in the house with my baby. Uh, you know, all that is cool. So yeah, that one's good. And um, yeah, I would like to I would like to do uh, more physical weightlifting type stuff. I definitely want to be doing more of that. I just haven't been able to fucking make room to go to the gym, basically. It was like, I, I, was joining, I was in a gym, I was going every day for a couple hours, but then it's like uh, the amount of work I need to be doing to get all this music out on time. Like, I'm literally using every fucking second of the day. I'm li using it every second of the day to uh, get all this stuff going. So, yeah. Basically, I need some kind of home gym thing, I believe. If I had some weights in the, in the studio here, then I could be banging some weights. Like, right now, I could be doing that. So, yeah, I need to get into that. Yes, I do. But uh, yeah, getting out of your head and into your body is, is very good advice. But the also thing to do with procrastination is just fucking do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I, mean, I say it to people all the time, but just do it. Right, you want to start a podcast, but it's like, oh, I need to get this, that, and the other in order. No, you don't, man. Download Anchor. It goes on your phone. Just talk into your phone. It uploads it straight to iTunes. It literally does. Just start. Begin. Begin. And then keep moving and keep moving. It will get better and better and better and better. It will never be perfect at the beginning. It doesn't matter how much preparation you put in. It doesn't matter how much fucking pre-planning you do, how much work. It will never be perfect at the beginning. So just start now. Now. And then in four weeks' time, you'll be a long way along. You'll be four episodes deep into your podcast or whatever the hell it is. And you'll be in a much better position than you would have been had you sat around trying to make things perfect in your preparational area. So just fucking get going, baby. Get going. And, you know, the world needs you. The world needs you to share your light with it. The world needs your voice. The world needs you out there. We need you. We need all of you. All of you, right? If all of you are doing something useful and creative, whatever it is, with whatever aspect of you that does... If you get that muscle working, that makes you a better version of you. That means that the whole mass of people are suddenly better versions of themselves. Everyone's inspiring everybody else. You know, it's like the, the right voice for you might not exist. You know, say if I'm listening to Jocko and I'm listening to Tim Ferriss and like those people are great for me, but maybe the person who's great for you doesn't exist and the reason they don't exist is because they're not talking yet. They're not talking yet, right? So we need to get everybody talking. We need to get everybody like uh, expressing themselves because they're going to be useful to someone else and the more useful we are to one another like the the quicker we ascend as a species into what we are capable of the quicker we're fucking roaming around the universe uh being bad motherfuckers out there in space gang 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 do you know who jesse moyahin is says jake schwa on instagram i think you'd like his work he has a webcomic no i don't i don't uh send me a link send me a link thanks thank you very much uh, blunt trauma. Hello, Mr. Don. Hello, blunt trauma. I'm wondering what your favorite color is and why. I would say uh, purple, like a sort of neony purple. That's my favorite color. Like the color of uh, of the skyline in Los Angeles on a particularly hazy evening, or uh, 
the colors that are in this shirt and in so many of my waves. And uh, I never know why, but um, turns out if you think about Jordan Greenhall's ideas of the red and the blue church, which they kind of um, present themselves in sort of political persuasions a little, right? The blue and the red. But uh, the perfect state for humans is when both the blue and the red are fully, fully engaged uh, mentally, sort of spiritually, and they're fully expressing themselves and they're working together together right now we have a problem because they're quite spread apart uh the red church thinks that the blue church is evil like straight up evil demonic and uh the blue thinks the same of the other one and uh yo they're not working together like so the red and the blue are separate when the red and the blue come together we get purple so uh be purple like prince right be like prince that's what's up. You know, if we can, if we can do that as a people together, then, then yeah, then we can boldly go forward to fucking Mars and shit will be beautiful. You know, if we're not purple, if we stay separated over there and over there, it'll be, we won't be getting shit done and we'll be bickering over stupid shit when we could be going to fucking Mars. God damn it. Do you, for fuck's sake, stop fucking around with this low level fucking bickering shit about the different, our differences. And how's about we like, we fucking come together and celebrate, celebrate our differences because it's our differences that when combined will, will make us superhuman. It's like, you've got that skill. I've got that skill. You've got that thing. I've got that thing together. Together. We are mighty separate. You know, it's difficult, man. It's difficult. It's easy for the zombies to pick us off. So, Akira. He's, 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 he's got clout. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Hey, Jake Schwa just posted a link in the chat. That's no good. I haven't got, I can't copy paste a link out of the chat right now. And I'm talking to it to, to people on YouTube in here. So uh, send it as a DM or something. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Okay. What's going on in the chat over on YouTube? Uh, it's popping off over there. Hello, darlings. Practice makes perfect, says Synapsion. Yes, I agree. Synapsion, what do you see as obstacles to the flow state? Yo, well, yeah, thinking too much. Too much thinking. That's an obstacle to the flow state. Worrying, caring what other people think. Uh, distractions, being distracted. You know, if you're, in, if you're in flow and you're doing some groovy work, don't be having your phone facing you and loads of notifications popping off that'll fuck up your vibe. Yo, Will, I'm going to sneeze. Oh, it's going to be a big one. Oh, it's one of those ones that might not come out. Oh, it's one of those ones that's just working its way into my brain. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that was emotional. Yo, that was emotional. Yeah. R.S. says, Sam Harris has some pretty dope moments which you could use for your craft. Did you already do any songs with this stuff? Can his voice even be used to the same effect as JBP's? Yo, yo. I've not done any Sam Harris songs. I've not. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Who knows what will happen? By the way, uh, join the Discord. If you any song, any bits of people talking that you think would make great songs, there's a uh, suggestions room in the Discord. So leave them there, and then I can check them. You know, sometimes it'll be four in the morning. I'll have DJed. I can't sleep. I'll be like, huh, maybe I should just make a random wave, and I'll look in the suggestions, and there might be something dope. So yeah, leave videos, leave timestamps. That's really helpful. I can't be watching a whole one-hour video looking for that cool bit that you say happened somewhere near the middle. That's a whole hour. Do you know what I could do with an hour? There's a lot you can do in an hour. My God. My God. My God. What up, Sup what up Ms. Superconductor? Over there on the Instagram. Hi. Uh, yeah. Armand Van Tonder. Have you seen the film Revolver by Guy Ritchie? It excellently portrays the archetype of sacrifice in the exact same way Peterson does. Please check it out, bro. Epic quotes. Oh, shit. I've not seen that film. And I've been thinking lately that... that um, that Guy Ritchie's films might be uh, being slept on and might be actually genius. Like, Snatch was amazing. I haven't seen Revolver, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking watch that now just because you said so. Wifey, if you're watching this, please can you remind me that we should, if we get, if we like watch a movie at any point in the, in the future, we'll, we should watch Revolver. By the way, did anyone see Trainspotting 2? Is that any good? Big fan of the first Trainspotting, big fan of the book. It was very influential in my life. Uh, Teresa the Kid says, you read Batman fan fiction. Is that a question or a statement? Is that a diss? Hey, huh, you read Batman fan fiction. Hey, how dare you? Isn't, aren't all Batman stories Batman fan fiction, by the way? Like, because anyone who writes Batman at this point is going to be a fan of Batman. They weren't around anywhere near the genesis of Batman's creation. They don't know what the, what the creator wanted. So all comic book fiction is fan fiction to a degree. It's just that some of it will get co-signed by the corporation that owns the character. But like, you know, you know, these new Star Wars films are, are fan fiction. Although, don't you have to love the thing to write about it? So maybe they're like, what's it? Are they hater fiction? Is that what they are? 
Is that what they are? Who knows? Who knows? Yo, yo. Uh, is enlightenment a feeling or a state of being or what is it? Says sub, sub, sub D. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think it's similar to genius. I think it's similar to genius. I don't necessarily think that someone uh, is a genius. I think that they can uh, access genius. And as long as they stay uh, in, the, in the flow state or whatever, or in the, in the speed tunnel, uh, then they can stay riding that genius wave. But people lose genius, you know? And uh, same with enlightenment, I think, you know? I think that's what it is. I think it's the wave. I think it's the wave, ladies and gentlemen. Ride the wave. Ride the wave. Don't get off. Miss Superconductor says, you are the nicest person on the internet, Akira. Seriously, thanks for the hellos. Hey, yo, well, I'm very appreciative that you're here, frankly. I'm just very grateful. Very grateful. Very grateful. Like, you know, attention and, and time, that's like, uh, that's, your, that's your most precious resource. That's the most precious thing you have. And if you choose to spend it with me, then I'm just fucking grateful, man. I'm just grateful. I am grateful. Gufu Gaju says, I love you. Well, I love you too, Gufu Gaju. You've got a great name. A says, congratulations on your rising success. Proud of you, brother. Ride the wave. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm proud of us because, you know, we were here together doing this shit. And, uh, and lo, look at, look at the wave rising. Lo, the wave riseth. And that, that's fucking amazing. And that's, you know, that's all of us. That's all of us. How do I ride the wave? Says Sub D. Yo. How do I ride the wave? Well, the first thing you do is you, uh, you, know, you, you, you uh, isolate the wave. You go, where's the wave? What is the wave? Ah, here is the wave, right? Then you have to get up on the wave, right? You have to get on the wave. Then you've got to ride the wave. That's what you do. Now, um, that's what you've got to do. Now, there's lots of ways of doing that. There's lots of ways of doing that, you know, isolating. What, which, there's many waves in the world, many waves that you could ride. So you've just got to fucking isolate the wave that looks like the sort of wave that, you know, that would be worth you riding. Then you've got to ride that bitch. Then you get up on that bitch. And it's difficult to get on top of a wave. Most of the time, you'll fall off on the way. It'll smack you around the head. You'll go underneath. If you've got sunglasses on, it will definitely steal your sunglasses. And uh, you'll be pissed off because they might be sunglasses that you loved. This shit happens to me every time I go to the beach. Every time I go to the beach, I've got a pair of sunglasses I love. Then I get distracted by jumping around in the waves. And then the wave smashes me and steals my sunglasses. Fucking happens all the time. Always does. And I never learn. I never learn. I never learn. Oh, my God, people are talking about Bendy and the Ink Machine in the chat. That's exciting. Why are you talking about Bendy and the Ink Machine, chat? Why? Uh, why? Why are you talking about Bendy? Is it because you can see a Bendy backpack directly above my head? Oh, shit, I didn't realize that. I've got a fucking Bendy and his Ink Machine, like, hovering above my head on the video. If you're not watching the video, you can't see that. But it's true. It's true. It's true. Shouts out to Bendy. They released the trailer for, for the fifth chapter in Bendy the Ink Machine today. Today. They did. They did. That's exciting. Please make infinite Watts wave, says Andrew Nius. Okay, sure. I got you. I got you. Yo, I mean, there's so much fucking material. The only thing that pisses me off about Watts wave making them is that there's hardly any video of him doing it that I've found yet anyway. And because uh, and increasingly now I'm trying to do videos that have the speaker in them. People love that. And, uh, you know, I want to make people happy, man. I want to give you stuff that's useful to you, and it seems that it's useful to you when you see the speaker as well. It adds a whole other level. And annoyingly, Watts has got... I mean, I shouldn't know. It's amazing that there's hundreds of hours of Watts in really well-recorded audio talking about useful shit. That's wonderful. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spencer, my question may have been buried by the wave. Probably was. Do you drink alcohol? If so, how much? Love your stuff. My girlfriend is sharing it with her friends now. Yeah, I drink alcohol sort of sometimes... Uh, sometimes, and then sometimes I don't, sometimes I won't for like a year, and then sometimes I will for a, a bit, and sometimes I won't. It's basically, it's, it's like an occupational hazard, as uh, is discussed with uh, Theo Vaughn and Jordan Peterson in that thing, because I'm a DJ and I'm in clubs all the time, and it's just everyone's drunk and there's booze everywhere, so sometimes it seems like, it, you know, sometimes it's uh, getting on the level of, of the people seems like it's a good idea. Then often that isn't a good idea. You know, if you if you drink to the point that it messes up your next day, it's just, it's just fucking annoying. Because then, like, your next day, so much to do, man. Every hour is precious. So, yeah. Uh, I rarely drink. I don't drink in the house, like, ever, really. So if I ever drink, it tends to be kind of a functional thing. But, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
How do I feel about Iron Iron Rand? I don't know enough about Iron Rand to to speak much. I know that Ninja from Deanswood is a big fan, and I'm a big fan of Ninja from Deanswood. And I know she espouses a sort of rugged individualism, and I'm very much an individualist. Um, I listened to a few podcasts with someone from the Ayn Rand Institute, and uh, a lot of what he was talking about I, I felt affinity with. But yeah, I don't know enough about it to, to be able to have an opinion, I'm afraid. So uh, yeah, I will, I will look more into, I'll look more into that whole world. Basically, I need to read The Fountainhead. So I'll read The Fountainhead. I'll put that on my reading list. More Watts Wave, please. Says not your problem. No problem. I got you. You could use a conversation with myself. Footage for what? Actually, that's uh, that's on my list. So yeah, thank you. Uh, what's the best advice for the worst possible case of laziness? In other words, what's the best kiss cut kickstarter to get on the wave? I've not really had a problem with laziness, really. Um, I mean, it's just one of those things that just amazes me. It's like there's so much to do at any given time. How could you not be doing it? Because doing it is so fucking rewarding. But I guess if you haven't been doing it, you don't know how rewarding it is. It's kind of like with exercise, right? It's like, oh, I don't want to exercise. Fucking pain in the ass. But then you're doing it. You're like, oh, my God, this feels amazing. Got all these fucking, it's like doing a pill. It's all, I'm just rushing. This is incredible. Why am I doing, why am I doing this all the time? So I guess it's that. It's like, you know, man, just fucking do a thing. Just start a thing. Just think. Just do a thing. You know, pick up a rock and carry it. And then you'll be like, fucking hell, actually, this is, this is dope carrying this rock. I feel amazing. <laughs> Just start, man. Just start. Just start. Just stop fucking around. Stop fucking around. Begin. 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 Yes. Uh, Teresa the Kid says, personal waves for top tiers on Patreon. Yeah, we have thought about that. But it's just, it's just you know, I don't know it's, it takes a long time and shit like that, so it would have to be expensive. It would have to be expensive because, uh, yeah, time, man, time is it's the most valuable thing there is. If there is so much material and folk wanting to do something, how about a fan creation competition? See what people come up with. Uh, refine your thinking on that more. Refine your thinking about that more. Would you ever film a video tutorial on how to make music? I actually did a couple of weeks ago, and I just haven't had time to edit it. So that's annoying. I need some editing help, by the way. If anyone out there is good at video editing, hit me up on the Discord. I need help video editing because I just don't have a time to edit. Like, like this, I recorded a video two weeks of me making a beat using my sample pack, and I just haven't had time to edit it because I've been making all this music and doing all these things. If anyone, so if anyone out there wants to help edit, editing to speed up the process of releasing stuff, hey, that would be dope. That would be cool. That would be cool. Um, oh, I forgot Instagram was there. Hi, Instagram. Uh, it's hard to paddle up to speed to catch a wave. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So get good at paddling, baby. Get good at, get at paddling. Uh, yeah. Alexander Hamilton says, what is the secret to life, the universe, and everything? <laughs> that's, a, that's an easy question. Um, well, the answer to the meaning of life is easy, and that's meaning. It's literally that simple. And once you work that out, and once you like really get that in, and you realize that, and you drill that in, it is that simple. Like the meaning of life is meaning. Find the meaning, and it's fucking suddenly life is magical, and wonderful, and it, un it unlocks and it unopens and it keeps just opening up deeper and deeper and bigger and bigger and ever more epic and glorious, ever more Homerian and beautiful. So find the meaning, and you found the meaning. <laughs> uh, how do you manage to keep your YouTube live audio feed, Source of Radio, going seemingly non-stop? Yeah. How do I do it? Well, I've got a, it runs off a laptop in, in, in Don Towers in the crib. And uh, I've got an epic music library that I'm constantly adding to and uh, constantly like reshaping the flow and stuff. And yeah, and it just goes off that basically. That's what's going on there. And sometimes it, sometimes it disappears because the computer overloads and sometimes it disappears because the internet cuts out but for the most part it's there and I'm glad it's proving useful in your life and I made it because I wanted it to exist so yes Jesse Linson says Watts is a legend it's true it's true Watts is a legend I wish I do wish Watts was around now to be involved in this conversation right now it would be great it would be great so many people Christopher Hitchens would be great to have around right now I like people are like yeah Sam Harris and Peterson imagine uh, Christopher Hitchens Peterson now that would be a sonorous thing because uh, yeah Hitchens had a beautiful voice 
Beautiful voice. Rich Mahogany. Question for the Don and Mr. Weinstein. Ah, he's not here. Shit. Oh, that he were here all the time. That would be very entertaining. I could just have him sat there playing harmonica. Be fucking great. How do you decide what to dedicate your career to? I'm high in openness, interested in most things, and I'm not sure how to decide what path to take. Big fan of the work both of you are doing and keeping up, gents. Yo, 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 that's a good question. That's a good question. That's a good question. Yes, it is. Well, I've, uh, what I would say is uh, just write a list of and say, what am I interested in? And write a list and, and just write, uh, say the first 10 things that come to mind, or the first five things that come to mind, whatever, just write them down, all right? Then pick one. Just pick one. doesn't matter which one, just pick one, all right? Pick, say, okay, there's 10 things I'm interested in. Go, okay, how interested am I in each of these things? Rate it out of one to 10. Right, And if it's all about the same, then just fucking pick one at random. If it's not the same, then just go for the one that you're most interested in based on that. You've isolated it already. All right, But if you don't know, just fucking pick one and then do it. Pick one and do it. And do it for a, a year. Okay? A year. A year. Just do it. Just do it. Right? Just do it. And then see where you are. And if like at the end of the year it's like it's really not working, do something else. But it probably will be working. Probably will. Probably will. So, uh, yeah, that's what I think. Just pick a thing. A lot of people, that's where they, um, they fuck up. They can't pick a thing or they pick too many things. I said this uh, the other day in a tweet, but the reason people, a lot of people fail at self-actualization is because they try and do too much at once. It's like, right, I'm going to sort out my diet. I'm going to sort out my exercise. I'm going to stop watching trash TV. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. I'm going to stop being mean to my, my boyfriend. And da, da, da. They try and do too much shit at once and then, they, and then they, you fuck up when you try and do too much stuff at once. Okay, pick one thing and do that until it becomes a habit. Life, most of your life is made up of habits, right? That's what you do. You just develop, you walk through life and you develop habits, you develop habit loops. And the idea is you want to develop useful ones that, are, that help you get to where you want to go. And where you want to go is, you know, peak you. You want to go to the, the greatest version of you. And uh, you want to become a glorious light that shines and, uh, and inspires everything around you to also be great, you know? So... You want to pick a thing until it becomes, and do it until it becomes a habit. And then you can choose another thing and do that until it becomes a habit. And you also want to say, have I got any habits that I don't like that aren't helping me? All right? So you could do that, and then you could replace one of those bad habits with a new good habit. That would be a good thing to do. And uh, that way, you know, you just like hack it. You, you, your life is comprised of a whole gang of habits, and you're not thinking about them. They're kind of unconscious. You sort of bounce from one to another brush your teeth, walk to work, do the thing, like, whatever. So just find stuff that isn't working working for you in the way you want it to work and replace it with a new thing that's better. And once you've got that in place, then you can move on to another one. And then that's one foot in front of the other foot. And you keep doing that very quickly. You have walked a mile. And you're somewhere new and cool. And you're like, shit, I'm here already. That was fucking quicker than I thought it would be. But you try to do too much stuff at once, you'll never get fucking anywhere. And you'll be disappointed and resentful. And it will be rubbish. So there. Uh, shouts out to Not Your Problem. Thank you for the super chat. Says, uh, nature of God topic from Watts would be awesome. I'd love to hear your take on it. Oh, I don't think I've... Have I heard that one? I don't know. Do me a favor. Go to the Discord and post that in the suggestions, please. That would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. And uh, I will definitely check that out. I'm planning, like, the next year. We're about where we're about to. I've started in my head. But uh, me and my magnificent, glorious, hot wife are going to plan out the next year. And, uh, yeah. A man with no plan is no man. How about that? That's real shit. I first heard that from Joey Diaz. Cocksucker. Cocksucker. Oh, I need to get a Joey Diaz voice down. Yeah. YouTube Hero Alex says, I watched the Sam Harris and JBP talks in Vancouver and thought, what if Watts were here and on that stage taking part in these discussions? Right. Exactly. What if Doctor Strange was in the first Avengers movie? Or was in Civil War? Huh? What if? What if? Uh, sorry for the sniffing, by the way. I've got a little bit of a uh, cold picked up. My kid got one. He's got fucking fever. He's been ill for two weeks. I, I didn't have... I managed to... I was cool for like most of the two weeks. And I was like, damn, look at me. I'm a goddamn superhuman. This carnivore diet is meaning I don't even get ill. Then I got ill like yesterday. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. Uh, 
Sammy Bo selector in answer to you saying refine my thinking, I guess I'm thinking of how to help people get active. A lot of folk listening to the IDW, and I wonder how to take it to the local actionable level. Well, uh, here's one thing you can do, and I, I put out a call to this the other day. Um, I'm working on an IDW wave, right? I'm working on the inter intellectual dark wave project, and what I would love, what would be really helpful, would be for people to isolate the bits, bits of talks, because there's fucking thousands, hypothetically, the bits of talks that you think would, would best answer the question, what is the IDW? What is it? What is it? All right? And get me videos of those with timestamps and post them in the Discord. And that'll be really useful. That'll help me do it a lot quicker. Because part of what takes ages is just going, going through hours and hours and hours of, of audio time, finding the right bits. You know? So it's helpful when you do that. Like the Rogan one, that Rogan track I did, that was someone, select, someone suggested that bit of audio. You know? That was really helpful. This uh, Peterson album, like three or four of those tracks, people suggested that audio. Very helpful. Very helpful. So, yeah. 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 Hey, guess what? Oh, my God. We're already, like, nearly finished. How about that? Amazing. 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 This, was, this, was, this has been a very, 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 very pleasant experience. Ragnar says, been listening to JBP Genesis on repeat nonstop. I recently watched the movie Akira for the first time. I was blown away. What are your thoughts on the movie's ending and its influence? Uh, yo, I watched that thing first when I was nine. By the way, thank you. Thank you, Ragnar. I'm glad you're enjoying Genesis. And, uh, yeah. Akira, the movie, I think I saw that when I was nine or something, and it changed my life forever. And uh, I, I rewatch it every couple of years, and every couple of years it, I understand something different from it. And... Uh, yeah. At the end of the movie, uh, my current thinking on it is, you know, it's they, they've basically sort of transcended and they're recreating, they're creating the new universe, right? They're, they're starting again. And, uh, yeah. But it's, it's, yeah, it's one of the most important films in my life. Might be the most important, actually. I was talking with Grant Morrison one time and he was telling me that um, when he was a kid, he saw, his mum took him to see 2000, well, he asked her to, he was like 10. And uh, they went to see 2001 A Space Odyssey and they saw it at the cinema. And uh, it just changed him. It just immediately changed him. He felt very different walking out of it. And he got her to take him back to see it. He was like, what was it, like 10 times or something? They went to see that movie in the cinema. Imagine watching 2001 A Space Odyssey in the cinema 10 times in a row as a 10-year-old as a child. Now, uh, what's his name? I forget his name. But anyway, uh, there's this guy and he has this whole theory... He has, he's very uh, interested in Stanley Kubrick. And his theory on 2001 A Space Odyssey is that 2001 A Space Odyssey was an alchemical artwork in the same way that the works of Shakespeare or the Sistine Chapel. And very, you know, artworks that transformed those that saw them, that, that witnessed or partook of them. There have been some artworks throughout history. There have been a bunch of them, and they've definitely changed. You know, the, the, human, the human was a different human before before uh, the works of Shakespeare and after the works of Shakespeare, humans were very different. And uh, the same can definitely be said of 2001 A Space Odyssey. In 2001 A Space Odyssey, it's about that. It's partly about the alchemical transformation of the, of the human, which Akira is in part about also. And uh, you see it happen in the movie. Every time one of those monoliths appears, like uh, humanity kind of goes through it and ascends, right? And there's one time in the movie where you see the monolith and that doesn't happen. And it's at the beginning. And it's when the monolith is spinning in space. And then it, it becomes the movie screen. And we go through it. And the idea is that we are going through the monolith and thus, thus being transformed alchemically. We thus ascend by going through the monolith. The, like the movie was deliberately designed to do that. And uh, I, I, I think that's true. I think we've, we've seen that being true. I think the influence of that movie is, is undeniable. And I think Akira is a similar work. And I would love to see someone like Peterson break down Akira. And, uh, but then maybe, this is, maybe I'll do it in 20 years. Maybe in 20 years when I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a wiser Don, a grayer Don, a more handsome Don. Maybe that's what I'll do. Anyway, yeah. Thank you for the question. Thank you for being here. Adventure Wave is the tiniest little gem, says Armand Van Tonder, pure perfection. How the fuck do you get the music and mix to match the mood of their voices so well? Also, do you ever dabble in pot? Opinions on pot? Uh, well, thank you for that. I love Adventure Wave. I think it's slept on. I think Adventure Wave is one of those things that could be fucking massive if it hit the right algorithm. It could be multi-millions, easily. Easily. 
easily. And yeah, as far as how I get the music and mix to match the mood, I kind of intuit, I do it sort of fast. I go, okay, here's the voice. I know what kind of music would fit this and I just do it. It's a bit of a don't think feel. I kind of, and it's a bit like, yeah, intelligent uh, emotion. It's intelligent emotion, I think is what it is. And it's part of this flow thing. It's part of me being on this wave and refusing to dismount. As long as I just keep moving and keep moving and keep trusting my instincts on stuff, it all seems to work out pretty well. So yeah, as for pot, I used to smoke weed every day. Um, I used to be, I, now I don't smoke it at all. Weed is really good for doing some of the stuff I do. It's really good for music. It's really good for audio editing. But I can't answer an email. When I'm, on, when I'm high on weed, when I'm in that world, I can't answer an email. I can't do anything like that. Um, I literally can't. I'll be like, all right, I'll just deal with that tomorrow. I can't deal with that right now. I could edit the fuck out of a wave, man. I could, like, I could go really deep. But what I've had to do is teach myself to be able to do that just free of any external uh, chemical or whatever influence. So now I can do what I used to be able to do only on weed. I can do that without weed. And that means I can also answer emails. It means I can also do live streams. <laughs> so that's that for me. That's how it is for me. It's, but everyone's very different. I've got friends who are very, very high functioning on weed, like really high functioning. Like they're incredible on weed. They can do everything on weed and they're, they're kind of useless without it. Uh, for me, it just uh, removes a part of my brain that can deal with uh, whatever it is that makes you able to answer a fucking email. That's it basically for me. So yeah. And um, yeah. But, you know, each human is different. Find what works for you. Find what works for you. Uh, Dragon Slayer says, do you believe in God? And if you do, does he hate you? Well, well, you know, that question, that's a question that it just doesn't work for me on many levels. You know? But uh, I was thinking about it on the way here. And the answer did occur to me. I act as if God exists. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. How about that? How about that? <laughs> Does he hate me? No, no, no. What, what a weird, what a weird, what a weird, what a weird idea that would be. It's a very strange idea. Very strange idea. No, no. God loves me. God loves me. God loves you too. He does. He does. He loves all of us. He loves us all very much. Like, uh, do you love yourself? Do you hate yourself? You know, uh, I, I'd go for the love myself thing. And, and since, uh, you know, God is... Uh, God is, uh, we are God experiencing itself. That's what we are. We're sort of wandering around. We're God or the Godhead or whatever. We're, uh, with that experiencing itself in a strange way. We're like a little mirror, a little mirror to the infinite. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at, looking at the camera now. And, yeah, I'm a handsome little mirror to the infinite. Look at that. Look at that handsome beast. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, I keep forgetting Instagram's there. Hi, Instagram. Uh, do you think Fukushima is a precursor to Neo-Tokyo? Hey, here's a fucking thing. Uh, 2020, the Olympics are going to be in Japan. How about that? That's pretty hardcore. Domin Kalan says, I'm pretty young. Hey, good for you. 18 years old, and I'm kind of scared of girls. How do I get over my fear of rejection? Invite them out and stuff like that. All right, this is easy. This is easy. This is one of those things I wish I could have told myself. And um, this, I think I used a sample in the album Genesis that, ex that explained this. Beauty is intimidating. And it's intimidating because it's a mirror to you and it shows you what you're not, right? So if you're particularly intimidated by girls, it means that you've got a bunch of work to do on yourself. Now, I mean, it doesn't mean that you're bad. It doesn't mean that you're awful. But it means there's a lot that you could uh, fix about yourself. So what you should do is focus on making yourself the best version of yourself you can. Also, by the way, uh, 18 uh, is super, super young. You've got fucking way to go. When I was 18, I was like, I'd, I'd, already be, I'd already been living on my own for two years. I thought I was fucking a man. I was running around being an idiot, doing all sorts of cocking up, all sorts of things. And uh, man, you're like, you've got many, many, many years ahead of you to, to, work, to worry about girls and stuff. And um uh, but what you do have is an opportunity to make yourself the best version of yourself really early. I didn't even think about that. The, I didn't think about that as a concept until relatively recently. So you, right now, you could just fucking hit the gym. You could uh, hit the books. You could hit the YouTube. Uh, and uh, you could make yourself into the ultimate Doman Kalan. 
right? And then you'll be just beating girls off with a stick because, like, you'll be so awesome. You'll just be working, walking around, and they'll be like, who the fuck is that? Amazing, magnificent example of fucking manhood. Who is that beast? Who is that fucking Adonis? Who is that god? And then, like, then it'll be very easy for you to isolate who the, who the, who the right woman for you is. So, yeah, just don't worry about women and worry about making you the best you you possibly can. And you could do that really quick, man. Like, you right now versus you in four months is a completely different beast if you apply yourself, like, starting right today. Starting right now in four months, right, you could be an absolutely incredible version of the hypothetical, the potential of you. You really could if you just start right now and just apply yourself every day consistently. Don't be distracted by anything and just fucking do it promise you and by the time you're 20 holy shit holy shit you could be unbeatable unbeatable i had no idea about this at that point in my life i really honestly only relatively recently even understood that as a concept and if i had a time machine if i went back and told don what the secrets that i know now little don little don would fucking run the world oh my god oh my god it would be terrifying it's a good job i don't have a time machine because that motherfucker might might go evil and just fucking destroy holy shit Holy shit. Now I'm a bit worried of, of telling you. So yeah, anyway, go forth and be mighty, you bad motherfucker. I think you can do it. Uh, come back here and for Oh, join the Discord. Uh, the Discord, there's a channel called The Path. And uh, there's a bunch of bad motherfuckers on there and they'll hold you accountable and help you uh, along the path. So you'll be like, all right, uh, I'm Doman Kalan and uh, I want to be the best version of myself and I'm trying to do this, that and the other and I'm going to do this. And in four months, like I'm going to be here. Right, and they will help you. They'll hold you accountable, and you'll check in every day, and you'll talk to them, and they'll be like, "Have you done this?" And you'll be like, "Yeah," and it'll be cool, man. There's a bunch of people out there. They're gonna help you. It's a beautiful fucking thing. All right, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens with you, man. I'm excited. All right, so let's fucking go. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is the, your best actionable advice for improving discipline, productivity for highly creative, easily distractive, passionate young people who want to make an impact on the world but are constantly bouncing from idea to idea? It's the same fucking thing, man. Pick a thing and stick to it. Pick a thing. 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 Stick to it. Stop fucking around. Just do it. Boom. And uh, yeah, people will help you. Uh, one thing I do is like I, if, if I tell people I'm going to do a thing and then I'll have to fucking do it because I don't want to I don't want to let everyone down. So say, okay, announce, I am Tova Snowman, and I am improving discipline, productivity, and I'm going to do this. I'm going to draw one picture a day, or I'm going to have this record done, or whatever it is, and just fucking do it. Do it. All right? Set yourself targets, hit them. Set yourself ridiculous targets, hit them. <laughs> so Peppers, a doctor in mathematical, mathematical physics and an open format DJ walk into a bar. There must be some kind of punchline to that. Will you be lending your musical talent to an Akira project, Mr. Weinstein? Well, he's not here, uh, but I can answer yes, 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 yes. Yes is the answer. Yes is the answer. The answer is yes. So that's all I've got to say on that. Yo, we were writing a song yesterday. In a, in a, this, here's the thing. So afterwards, we went for dinner. He's like, oh, let's go for dinner. So I went to my favorite steak place, and they weren't serving. And I said to them, all right, what do you recommend this good? They said, oh, this one place around the corner. We went there, sat down, got the menu. Um, but by the time it was too late, we were like, hang on, this is a fucking... I realized it was a vegan. It was a vegan restaurant. What the hell? Anyway, we, we started writing a song in there, though. That was good. He's, uh, he's got lots of great ideas, that man, I must say. Lots of great ideas. Very, very talented. He was trying to explain math to me, some math thing. He was, like, drawing me an equation. I didn't understand it at all. At all. At all. But uh, one day I will. One day I will. Node in a Network says, can I sample the part of your Genesis release where JBP says you're a node in a network and use it as an intro outro for my channel? Yeah, of course. Of course you can. Uh, drop, us a, drop us a link in, in the bio or whatever, you know. Yeah, of course you can. Anyone who wants to use anything of me, yeah, just do it and uh, put a credit and that's cool. Appreciate you. You know, spread the meme. Spread the meme, as Terrence McKenna said. Spread that meme. Spread the meme. Uh, Alec Nino says, where do you think we'll derive a sense of community from in the future, in the near future? A sense of community in the near future. Well, um, I think here. <laughs> We're doing it right now. We will derive a sense of community from uh, our shared interest in uh, transcending and uh, achieving the potential of the species. I feel that's what we're doing here. I think it's very cool. I'm very proud to be a part of it. 
Yeah. Thomas David says, what's your rules for life? How to live a meaningful life? Uh, find the meaning. Find what's meaningful to you and, uh, and base your whole life around that. Do that. Is it your family? Is it your art? Is it uh, the, the cultivation of uh, livestock? Is it the preservation of uh, a particular plant, species? Find the meaning. Build your life around it. Life is wonderful and magical. Uh, pay attention to synchronicity, by the way. I have to keep reminding people on that. Because everyone does it. Everyone I talk to be like, oh, I had a crazy synchronicity the other day. And then it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Focus on that. Focus on that. Pay attention to that. What, what was it? What were you doing? Uh, keep focusing on that. Keep paying attention to that. Synchronicity is the signpost on the, on the route to, uh, to, to meaning and the manifestation of glory. Yes. Okay. Laureen Bonavista, I'm looking forward to your intellectual dark wave coming out soon, I hope. Yes, you're right. Soon. Soon. No hope. Real shit. So, yeah, good. I'm glad. Okay, uh, let's quickly have a look at the chat. Um, what up, you guys? Uh, Western enlightenment is different than Buddhist enlightenment. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's, you know, that's why I'm looking at things from lots of different perspectives with this meaning wave stuff because, uh, you know, there's the truth. The truth. The truth is not the two-dimensional or the three-dimensional wallet is not the truth. That's one thing that we see. There are many, many more dimensions which we do not see. Okay, so we're trying to look at things from many, many angles. It's not just a square. It's not just a cube. It's a fucking infinite dimensional um, God thing. Sexy, shiny God thing. That's what we're trying to get to the bottom of here. That's what we're trying to get in touch with. That's what we're trying to look at. Yes, yes, yes. What up, Paul Seeger? What up, Rock Ancestor? What up, everyone who's been in the chat? Um, you know, I yeah, I really appreciate all of you. I always do. Uh, not your problem, says, do something with Scott Adams, maybe? You know, I already did. Did you know I already did? I already did. I already did. And uh, if you look on my channel, you can see it. And you can also see a video where Scott Adams uh, watches it and plays it to his followers on his Periscope. And, uh, yeah, we're in touch. We're in touch, so that's nice. Uh, that means, by the way, um, I'm one phone call away from the President of the United States of America. Isn't that funny? Yes. Yeah. As someone, okay, I'll answer one more question, then we'll get out of here. Armand says, as someone throwing himself into his own wave, what is the most difficult challenge for staying on the wave? I can anticipate. Do you ever get tired of idea? The idea, the voices of doubt plague you. All right, well, as for those voices, everyone gets voices. And uh, what you do, this is part of what I've been trying to teach Hercules. Uh, you are not your thoughts. You are that which observes your thoughts. So when you hear the voices, you can go, oh, listen to those stupid voices. And they're probably not you. They're probably some programming from somewhere else, something someone else said. They're not you. So you can listen and you can go, hey, voices, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, voices. That's one of my angels is Juicy J, by the way. Juicy J from 3-6 Mafia. And he says, shut the fuck up. And when I hear the voices, Juicy J... My Juicy J angel pops up on my shoulder and he goes, shut the fuck up. And uh, he then says, yeah, ho. Yeah, ho. Shut the fuck up. And that's what, that's that. That's those voices done. Out of there. Out of there. And, uh, and then I carry on with, with uh, I carry on on the path. Yes, I do. And uh, the most difficult challenge for staying on the wave will be people trying to get you, distract you, man. There'll be people trying to distract you. There'll be, there'll be haters. There'll be fools. There'll be uh, people, members of your own family. Who uh, the fact that you're up on that wave and they're not that makes them feel uncomfortable about their position not on the wave and they'll try and fuck with you man they'll try and distract you they'll try and throw shiny objects in front of your eyes to to distract your vision and make you fall off the wave they'll, some of those motherfuckers will throw bricks at you they'll be bricks all right all of that will occur but guess what guess what the greatest sabotage potential will come from within you from within you right and that chorus of annoying motherfuckers, like stupid voices trying to fuck with you. There'll be a bunch of those motherfuckers within you, things that have wormed their way into you over the years. Little bad, bad things, little, little viruses, little creatures that have wormed their way into you over the years, right? And they'll start coming out. They'll be like, what the fuck? He's up on a wave. What's he doing on this wave? Get off the, what the fuck? He's not supposed to be on a wave. He's supposed to be languishing in the pits of hell. That's what we like. That's, the, that's what we like down there. That's the temperature that allows us, this creepy bacteria, to sort of, you know, to thrive and breathe. And what the fuck? He's up on top of a wave. This is bad for us. And they'll, they'll start dying and shit. And they'll start fucking with you, man. They'll try and start planting things in you and ideas in you and shit to make you fuck up yourself. 
to make you destroy yourself, to make you voluntarily just throw yourself from the wave. Go, hang on, I shouldn't even be on this wave. I don't deserve to be on this wave. This is not my wave. No. So, yo, watch out for those motherfuckers. And, uh, you know, just, just give them the shut the fuck up. Give them the Juicy J. Shut the fuck up. Just hit them with that, and they'll, they'll just die. Pum, 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 pum. Keep smacking them with that, man, and, like, eventually you'll burn all those hoes off, and they'll be dead, and they'll be gone. And there'll be no more of them, and you'll be lighter. You'll be fizzy and buoyant. And uh, you'll just stay up on that wave, and you'll be like, damn, it's nice up here. Look at this beautiful view. Ah, oh, righteous. And you'll be like, oh, what? hang on, I'm on a wave. What can I, how can I eat? And you'll be like, oh, there's a fish. It just appeared. Oh, nice. Thanks. And, uh, yeah, so that's what you'll do. So, uh, yeah, thank you for being here. I've been Akira the Don. Yes, I have. Not your problem. Thank you for the super chat. It says, do something with Trump, please. Ha, 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 ha. Yo, well, like I said, I'm one phone call away from that motherfucker, so maybe we'll hang out. Maybe we'll hang out and, uh, and uh, you know, do, uh, do, uh, do, a, do a song. <laughs> you don't know, man. It's a crazy world out there. This timeline's fucking bonkers. This timeline is bonkers. Anything can and will happen. Shouts out to Tower One Power, my fucking day one. This motherfucker was there back in the day when I was doing the Doncast in my bedroom in London. That's what's up. So, uh, yeah. Shouts out to all my day ones, day twos, day threes, day fours. Shouts out if you just joined us yesterday. Yo, this is a beautiful, beautiful day to be alive. We're at the peak of human civilization. And things can only get better. That's real shit. That's real shit. <laughs> uh, what up, Instagram? It's been nice having you guys hanging around. Um, yeah, maybe I should address you guys like personally. Maybe I should do a separate Instagram screen where, where I'm actually talking to you rather than talking to YouTube and you guys are an afterthought. It's, no, no one wants to be an afterthought. Who wants to be an afterthought? Not me. I want to be your number one, baby. I want to be your number one. Uh, yeah. Christopher Hitchens, when? Christopher Hitchens. I've been working on Christopher Hitchens, Hitchens a while. It's, do you know what? Christopher Hitchens is difficult because every time I start working on it, it makes me cry. Then I have to stop because I'm crying. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cheers, bro. Asa Akira is underrated as fuck. Is she? I thought she she was award winning. Award winning Asa Akira, who follows me on Twitter, by the way. Shouts out to her. And uh, oh yeah, shouts out to uh, Bad Barbie Baby Cash Me Outside Girl. She follows me on Twitter as well. And I saw her at Shake Shack the other day, uh, getting mobbed by five year olds. And she was so nice to those five year olds, right? So yeah, if you find yourself getting mobbed by a five year old. If you have the same grace as uh, Bad Baby Catch Me Outside Daniel Brigoli has, then, uh, then you know, that's the right thing. And I'm proud of you. Just remember that. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I hope that you're as proud as I am. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I hope that you are proud of you too. 